And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guests. She's a comedian who, before she met her husband, dated a lot in New York, where she broke more hearts than a deep-fried butter vendor at an international clogged artery festival. It's Jenna Kim Jones. He's an extremely pragmatic man who's also very easily upsold by salespeople, which means he has all the things he'll ever need for an emergency and also their slip covers. It's hashtag Al. And he's a writer-producer who goes by Dong Attack on Twitter, but of course that's not his real name. It's Dongswald Attackenberg. Chef Jeff is here to make jerk chicken with extra jerk. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with perfect good times never end. Allison Rosen, doing the wavy pencil dance again. Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hello, my little nutter butters. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. I would like to say hello to my guests. Hello, Greg Keller. Um, I'm a deep fried butter vendor <laughs> at a clogged artery convention, just so you know. No, that's a Jenna. Oh, is it? Yeah, you're Dong's Waldo attacking butter. <laughs> that's right. We changed it to Ellis Island so we could get work. Yeah. <laughs> hello, Jenna Kim Jones. Hello. Hello, Al. Welcome back. Thank you. It's good to be back. Hello, Daniel. Hi. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Allison. I- I think we're going to have to start over. I hear somebody's cell phone. <laughs> Some people use that as their uh, alarm tone as well. <laughs> that would be a good one. That would be a good text tone. Imagine that one off every time you got a text. Let's hear it again. Yes, <laughs> I remember the original that you're mimicking, and it's, it's so close, close right? Yeah. It is just spot on. I gotta yeah. find my toy cell phones that have this particular ringtone. Do you still have the phone? I had two of them actually. I had one in red and one in blue. I remember where I bought them. Rite Aid in uh, Brooklyn. <laughs> Rite Aid <laughs> had everything. The, the toy aisle. I would often peruse the toy aisle before our Sunday shows. Do you still have the giant glasses? Do I? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> when I moved here from New York, I carried them on <laughs> because I was worried they would get crushed. In a giant, I had. There's in, no sunglasses. In an anvil case. Yeah. <laughs> in a giant padded. Mailer is but, what I use as a sunglass. By the way, I'm not them. in the habit of giving terrorist ideas, but if you're going to go onto an airplane as a terrorist, bring the giant oversized sunglasses. No one's going to suspect you. Well, here's the crazy thing. <laughs> yeah, they'll just go, oh, you kid, let him on. <laughs> Look at that here's guy the with the giant thing. oversized sunglasses. Yeah, it was October 31st, Halloween. Mm-hmm. I think I was flying JetBlue. I can't remember for sure. But the flight attendant, also there's a sneeze stuck in the left side of my nose, and I'm trying to just smush it out. That sounds more disgusting than what's happening. <laughs> trying to prevent myself from sneezing. Um, the flight attendants were throwing candy uh, at the passengers, but also one of them was wearing giant sunglasses. What? I took a picture of it, but for like the whole six and a half hours or her, however long it is, because it's longer in one direction, I was like, I should pull my sunglasses out of the sunglasses mailer in their overhead cabin and bond with her over the fact that we both have giant sunglasses. Why didn't but I, you? I think I was too like, what the hell's going on with my life? I'm moving across country and I'm mm. moving instantly back into my parents' house and I feel weird. And 
So I like, I thought about it and then I, you know what it is? I kept thinking, what happens after I show this person that I have the sunglasses? <laughs> you, then where does that you go? You both fall yeah. down laughing. No, right. You have to do it at the very end of the flight. Because yeah. if you do it at the beginning, the whole rest of the time, it's going to be like that. Oh, yeah. I yeah, but then if you do it at the end, it's like, you've been holding out on right. this this whole time. <laughs> yeah, that's Either true. way, it's awkward. Yeah. I think I had this fantasy. Although you get to leave. Yeah. yeah. This I don't know if it was a fantasy or a nightmare. I'm Now I can't remember which way I wanted to go. But I know that what I foresaw was was the flight attendant would be so bowled over they would like call me up to the front of the plane and They're make like, some let her fly the plane let her land <laughs> she's earned it <laughs> oh that would have been cooler than what i imagined which would just be like some kind of plane wide announcement give us a tight five yeah exactly sunglass lady <laughs> i kind of plugged my show though but i didn't know about the direction the show was going at that point so i just thought nah I'm going to hold this one in. But see, maybe I was depriving them of what little joy they could have. Depriving them? <laughs> the flight attendants. Right. No, I understand. I'm certainly not depriving the audience of the joy of this conversation. She could She could be like, I am so funny that I have these glasses. And then you're like, you're not so funny. I also have these glasses. <laughs> right. And then she'll feel unoriginal. Yeah, I have the flight attendant be like, listen, don't work my side of the street. <laughs> the giant sunglass bit yeah. is all I have. All of a sudden, the, um, the drink cart just rolls right past past me <laughs> oh can i get excuse me like when we finish cleaning up the cabin um listen greg i have them in classic oversized blue and i also have two pairs of them in that have heart-shaped lenses like a giant lolita i've seen them yeah i've seen them i watched the show before thank you but okay. i did not know what the wavy pencil dance was and every time i hear the theme song now i'm so fucking excited because now it makes sense to you now it makes, it makes so much more sense than doing the wavy wet your pants again <laughs> although this week oh my god i sneezed you did the wavy three... wet your pants i didn't know that you were aware of that even though i was yelling at you that it was happened yeah happening i sneezed like three different times and each time a little pee came out which I thought happens after you have the baby. But no, it can happen. I guess it's just a hormonal thing. Mm-hmm. Not a like, oh, your vag is now huge kind of thing. Yeah. Well, after it's that. And then before, <laughs> before, it's, just before it's just a hormonal right. thing. Yeah. Uh, it's, oh, God. That is really horrifying. <laughs> that, yeah. Oh. So lots of stuff to get to. First, just a few announcements. Patreon page, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen, up and running for the Patreon, the patrons. I don't know how to refer to people who are subscribed to us on Patreon, where you can get like great rewards and bonuses and stuff. I think most people are pretty happy with it so far. There's a lot of interactivity. I post on there quite frequently. Um, and patrons at the $5 level got the Thursday show a little bit early this week. And uh, right now, we I'm in communication with them about content for the bonus podcast episode and the first they're going to change formats as we go but the first one is going to be a Q&A I will be doing the A's they will be providing the Q's that stands for question and answer in case you're wondering and uh, no question is off limits right now so I'm fielding questions and ideas for for what people want to hear me talking about that's the first one and those are people at the five dollar and above level patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Also, hey, if you're going to buy something on Amazon, click through the banner on my website, AllisonRosen.com. doesn't cost anything extra. helps out the show. Thank you guys for your Amazon support. And we will be at LA Podcast Festival September 24th at noon. I'm going to say that again, at noon. Now, if you're like me, you're like, holy balls. That is quite early for comedy. So don't worry. We won't be funny. 
but we'll be there. <laughs> the, the noon shows do surprisingly well. Do they? Yeah. Okay. They, they made me really nervous the first year that we did them. Uh, but we actually had shows, God, we had some that went on at 10 a.m. on Sunday, and I thought, oh, this is going to be death. This is, whoever gets this time slot is just going to get killed. And there are people there because it's a weekend. It's, right. it's like a convention. Everybody's having a party, and everybody shows okay. up early and has a good time. Well, if anything moves around in the schedule... We might get bumped to later, but for now, noon Saturday. Um, and you can buy your tickets at LAPodcastFestival.com. Use the bonus promo. I just threw in bonus. It's because I've been saying it a lot. There's no bonus action happening. What there is is there's a discount promo code, uh, and that is Rosen. And if you can't make it out to the festival, uh, then you can just watch it all live streamed. And if you use the promo code Rosen, then I think it's like $20 for live stream access. You get the whole festival, but use Rosen and then we get a few dollars and that'd be awesome. Okay. Now, Greg, you went fishing. Al, you did not go anywhere. I just remembered. Nothing fancy. No. (laughs) no, But you missed the show. I did. And I missed a show. I missed it. If that's. We missed you. We get it. Yeah. 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 There was a missing happening all around. What happened to you, Al? Why did you skip the show? Did you have some other shit to do or what? So yeah, I had some church stuff. Right. So was it exciting sort of church like stuff? A, no, there's like a rotation of assignments, so to, so to speak, where... He had a job um, to do. Because there's no paid ministry. And so sometimes you get a job that has a lot more responsibility. And so I've been sort of changed to where uh, I sort of support the main leadership of the, the ward or the group of members. Well, we okay. had... We, it was a special Sunday recording. So that is why we were missing oh, out. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. We that's normally right. We don't. recording on a different day. Right. Yeah. That's correct, yes. Um, but the reason we were recording that day is because the next day I had, and we will get to your fishing, because I know there's fish in your freezer. You're teasing everybody with I know. fishing. Really exciting fish stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. Man. But we had, I had um, genetic testing of the baby, and it is 100% a boy. Woo! No way. It's healthy. Well, Yay! It's no, we know he's a boy. the chromosomally a boy, but we're yeah. not assigning it a gender. No. It's going to decide its own gender. It's going to be time. what it wants to be. Exactly. But <laughs> what do you mean? How can it decide its own gender? He's when it's just like joking. One. He's Great. joking. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> just all right. Yeah. All right this is the kind of humor you won't be hearing at noon, <laughs> <laughs> and also not when you're listening to the podcast this episode either. But um, <laughs> all we're saying is the doctor and also. A woman who was doing the ultrasound thought that he's probably a boy based on what they were seeing on the ultrasound. But babies at that age, boys and girls look very similar, which is a surprise to me. Um, but they look very similar. But it, And then I was concerned because I'm like, could our doctor really be that bad at I have a problem trusting authority in general. So I'm like, could our doctor be that bad that she doesn't know that they all look the same at this age? But... It's been confirmed that he's a boy, so no, I will revert to the theory that my father suggested, which is, or maybe she has so much experience that she just knows <laughs> the difference, well, which makes more sense. It's not like she's like, I just got certified to be an OBGYN via the internet yesterday. Like, what's this? Oh, wait, is that the umbilical cord or the penis? Which or one, I don't know. One of them goes in and one of them goes out. <laughs> which one is which it? One? That's what's so surprising is yeah. that, it, that before before one goes in, they both go out. Uh, and then 
something happens and it turns inward or something. One of the texts also said at one of the places that there are little indicators they won't tell you about other than that. Oh, did that she? They, that they, she, they... Someone said that to us or yes. you read that? No. I don't remember Someone said that. that. They're like, there's like, oh, there's a line on a readout or something like that and they know to look for that, but they're not going to say that to you because I read something don't. like there's... I think with girls, it's harder. Like if you see three lines, it's a girl. I don't even know where these lines are. I don't know. Yeah, they're either. on the butt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think. Craig knows. I just kind of that's vaguely coming back to me from human mm-hmm. bio, right? Mm-hmm. That if you see three lines on it, that's why all girls have butt. three lines on their butts. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Usually yeah. they're on the butt. Sometimes right. for the guy, they're on the butthole. So I had this test which is called <laughs> called a CVS, which is like an, I hadn't even heard of it. It's a chorionic villi sampling. How do you know that? Is that correct? That's totally correct. <laughs> yeah. He's really How following you? your pregnancy <laughs> extremely you know closely. How do you know that? I know that he was in the room when you were being tested. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I have a sister who's way younger than me, mm-hmm. and my mom had her when she was forty. Three and she had that, and she had that, and I remember that term. I always like remember my mom saying that she was having a CVS. Yeah, that's okay. how I know that. I only know it as the drugstore. After a certain yeah. age, they say that it's really important to get it. It's basically like it's... a core sample of your baby, right? right. No, yeah. well, did you say of. core? Yeah, like don't they go, yeah. like actually take a portion like they, of the placenta? They yeah, go the in and they take a core, a core sample. Yeah, uh, like when they dig in the ice in, in Antarctica to see what was down there yeah. like a million years ago, except for it's your body. But they don't take it out of the baby. They take a few cells the from the placenta. Yeah, not out of the baby. Yeah, right. They don't like remove part of the right. baby. And so based, my no. it's sort of like an amnio <laughs> that everyone's heard of, but it can happen a lot earlier. But nowadays for genetic testing, like, did you have any testing, Jenna? Are you, you're probably younger than they recommend it. Uh, did you have a blood test? No. Blood test. Did we? We had a few. We um, did whatever the doctor told us. So rapid, to only Al remembers. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know. I was like crying there. I hadn't <laughs> thought about charge. it, and all of a sudden they hand you like fifty pamphlets. Like, here's everything that could go wrong. Yeah, and we're gonna test for him, and you're like, oh well, yeah. I was super happy, and now I'm super scared. Yes. Oh yeah. So there right. were some. There were some that we took, and there was others that we said like, we don't care we what don't happens. Care. We're not gonna yeah. abort. Right. So, it was just a that was just our own personal decision there's a weird thing that happens whenever you're tested or something's tested if the the odds could be one in a million but just because now you're waiting for results oh it i was seems shaking like, on seems like oh it's probably gonna it happen is. well yeah. so the nowadays the cvs is actually much less common because the blood testing is so good so they can just do a blood test it's it's considered non-invasive there's no risk to the baby but because I was pregnant with a twin at one point, which, by the way, apparently what I have is a vanishing twin. I had heard that term, and I didn't realize that's what it was. It's a vanishing twin. Maybe because I didn't like a magician. pass it out. I know. <laughs> because of the vanishing twin, I'm not a candidate for the blood test because most likely the test will pick up the other twin's DNA. Mm-hmm. And then we'll get a positive, and that'll freak me out, and then I'll have to do more testing. So we were really debating. Like, in my gut... I know this baby, I feel like this baby is healthy and there's a slight risk with CVS or with amnio. And do we want to take that risk? Um, and my reproductive endocrinologist actually recommended, she's like, it'll be fine. Go to this guy. I've never heard of any complications, but I really, in my gut was like, I really don't want to do this. But then we went, it, we went for genetic counseling and the, at that point I understood I'm really not a candidate for the blood test and that the risk is so low and the risk of something being wrong with the baby at my age is actually higher. Um, but I think it was just that going there and talking to this woman and, and being in the office where it was going to happen, I was just 
I had a really good feeling. I wasn't scared. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think my fear of the procedure got to be so small that I just realized, well, and plus I trust my, the woman who recommended it. So we did it. Um, everything was fine except, and I'm going to talk about my, um, vagina for a moment. Here we go. Sorry. I wasn't going to go this direction. Hmm. Um, (laughs) the scary thing is there's, they can either do it vaginally, which is like a pap smear and it's no big, or they put a needle through your abdomen, which is sort of scary, but they numb it first. So anyway, he went in, he thought he could do it vaginally when ended up being able to, but went in and in between the time that the first person did, there's so many ultrasounds between the first ultrasound and the time that the doctor was in there and there, the woman was doing the ultrasound, I started having a uterine contraction from anxiety apparently. But what you see on the screen is you see this, like what's normally sort of a trapezoid. All of a sudden now there's this humongous bulge in there. So how many sites? A trapezoid is six. Or is a trapezoid a four? Four, no, but it's kind of shifted. Yeah. It just, your uterus looks sort of trapezoid shaped on the ultrasounds. But this one's like a trapezoid with a giant bite out of it because there was this weird bulge. So he was going to try, they were, they were hoping that the bulge would stop. And so I'm like trying really hard to relax. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably very relaxing. So, yes. possible, yeah. But meanwhile, they're like in there sort of passing the catheter in there. But if he can't do it because of the contraction, then they'll decide that they're just going to okay. do it abdominally. So it was the most nerve-wracking experience. I want to jump in. Um, so we're watching this go down on the sonogram. And one of the fears going in was that, you know, if they puncture the uh, the sac and all the amniotic fluid drains, the baby will die. Well, that's what the fear is. That's that's what I said. <laughs> yeah. That so that's the fear. So we're watching the sonogram, and you can I, see. I'm, I'm sitting there, and I can see the needle, and you can see the sack, and you see how close it's getting, and it's just. It was the most harrowing thing. So it wasn't a needle, though, was it? Well, the catheter. Yeah. I didn't know what it was. Okay. It just was like a long, straight thing. And so <clears throat> he's getting there, and he's like, oh, I don't know if I can get around. And he's like, well, what if we try this? And he's going to go around. Some the, other direction. The, 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 normally, they're going over the top. He's going to go underneath, which is like something apparently they don't usually do. But on the sonogram, it looked like he was going through because of the way the sonogram looked looked like he was going through and I'm the whole time I'm just like I, it was it, it was very stressful I wasn't even watching because I'm like trying to relax but it was impossible to relax with this idea that if it doesn't work then they're just gonna I was like just put the needle through my abdomen like let's just get it over with because this whole thing of trying to relax and uh but anyway it turned yeah. out fine well, so, this well, is nervous well, so, so he went he did this thing he went you saw, you see him get the core sample out of the placenta I don't think it's a core sample that's technically what it's called yeah. honey it is are a, you uh, sure yes it's a core medically sample. it's a core sample yeah I know that for a fact okay yeah no we don't know <laughs> I know uh, what a core sample is though and like that's like a punch and I think this is just like scraping a few cells of the villi, which is some... Anyway, you know what? This Who is cares? super important. We've already lost everyone. <laughs> you guys, um, a lot of interesting stuff when we get back, including an update when we get back from this conversation, <laughs> including an update from the girl who wrote in whose best friend's fiance was sleeping with the girl's sister. Wasn't finished. I know. I just keep... I'm keeping them involved. For oh. People who All are right. losing you know, the... Mid-story tease to next story. <laughs> yeah. Stay with us. <laughs> 
It's so, an ad, a commercial so break. He yeah. finishes, and the tech who is operating the sonogram on your belly, she, um, she was just like sitting there going, "That was amazing." She's like, I've worked with so many of these doctors, none of them would have tried. So she, some real great we had no idea. <laughs> yeah, we were just watching this thing. Like, okay, you know, it was harrowing, but it was. She was just like, you just watched the Michael Jordan of physicians. Like that was an amazing thing. You just you don't have any idea. Well, apparently he, that he is like yeah, the he's stud of CVS, and he pioneered the procedure. Like and any he's other like, one, and people fly, people fly across. People fly across the country to go to him. That was sort of what tipped me in the direction of, okay, I think in this guy's hands, I'm fine. Yeah. So he was but showing was, off. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he was the nicest, okay, calmest. I will say this. Dude. He can't, when he, they left to look uh, in under the microscope to make sure they had enough of this, whatever they needed. The core sample? Yeah. Which I don't, I don't think that's what it is, but yes. Um, it is called a core sample. But he medical. came back in. <laughs> came back in and so i'm sitting there and i've got a speculum in and i don't know if the catheter was in there or not but like i'm not particularly that comfortable right now right. and then he came back in and he was talking to you for a while oh my I'm gosh like daniel quit being charming seriously <laughs> wrap it up yeah like, i'm gonna take it out myself i, I don't know you seriously i didn't know you still had that in there i did well you, you should have like we should have a signal that 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 when you do that it means i have a speculum in my <laughs> vagina like <laughs> Like you pull your earlobe or something, or the sound of your grinding teeth and uh, nails. <laughs> yeah, or you punch me in the nose. There should be one of those like <clears throat> on air signs. <laughs> yeah. Like as soon as the speculum goes in, it like flashes. Yeah. Yes, I agree. It's a good idea. Um. <laughs> Core sample is actually if you look in a book, like in Grey's Anatomy, that's what doctors call it. Because speculum looks like a duck. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You guys. <laughs> If you need to see things better or perhaps the sun's in your eyes, you might need some glasses or sunglasses. Yeah, you do. Allison Rosen is your new best friend, supported in part by Warby Parker, a new concept in eyewear. You guys have probably heard of Warby Parker by now because they make amazing frames that are affordable and you buy them online and they have this home try-on process. Everything is streamlined. I got them on my um, face right now. You are wearing your Warby Parkers. I love them. Glasses should not cost as much as an iPhone, you guys. But with Warby Parker, prescription glasses start at $95, including lenses. You can get glasses, sunglasses. And with the Home Try-On program, you order five pairs of glasses. They're shipped directly to you free. Try them on. Get a feel for them. Get feedback. Daniel, you did this. You have photos of you and a bunch of different glasses. Mm -hmm. And then you mail back to Warby Parker in a prepaid package. And they offer polarized, scratch-resistant, 100% UV-protected sunglasses starting at 95 or 175 with a prescription. Special offer for my listeners. Go to warbyparker.com slash bestfriend to order your free home try-ons today. Choose the five frames you'd like to try on. Mail the frames back. Choose your favorite pair to have your prescription added and order. Warby Parker makes your experience completely risk-free with free shopping all around. Visit warbyparker.com slash bestfriend warbyparker.com slash best friend best friend all in word to begin your free home try on experience today okay so as i was saying in the middle of daniel's story we've got advice updates we have jenna's journals they're all three (laughs) journals beautiful journals i might add thank you i spent many i spent a lot of time picking them up Ruled. Two of them are ruled. The other one is just blank paper. Very nice. Gilded edges on at least one. I see. Yeah. I have a question before we jump into all that. All right. 
Jenna's dad was at the Olympics. Oh my god, God, what happened? Is he a gymnast? Yes, he is a coach. No, he's uh, he. The Bella Caroli of Korea. Yeah. My da- oh my gosh, that would be so cool. Uh, my dad didn't tell any of us he was going to walk f- in the what do they call it? Opening the parade of, of nations. nations. The core sample. He did. Yeah, yeah. He was a part of the core sample. Uh, he didn't tell any of us that because I don't know why. But we, I knew he was going to Rio. Thanks to Instagram. Anyway, my grandparents told me that he was walking in the Parade of Nations. So we found a Korean channel or online who was playing like the Korean feed. So they got a much more up close look at the (laughs) Korean team parading. And we found him. And the reason he was there. Al, do you want to explain? You read the article. Do you want me? I didn't read the article. (laughs) I I do want you to. Yeah. Uh, Previously in one of the Olympics. One of the Korean, I think, soccer players had made sort of a protest move when he was winning his medal medal by hanging the flag differently, and he was protesting sort of a political argument, and the IOC took his medal away. Mm. So Jenna's dad got involved pro bono and went after the IOC, and they oh. gave his medal back. Got the medal Go. back. So he's sort of JKJ like... JKJ dad. Yeah, the South Girl. Korean... Uh, Rad. Like, yeah, wow. Jeff's... Yeah. So he, support, dad, he supports the South Korean people quite a bit. He does. Uh, and really roots for their country. And so they like take him as one of their own. What we, an honor. They like yeah, love my really dad. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the really IOC cool. must not like your dad. I think they're like, whatever. They no, probably fuck don't the care. IOC. Yeah. Those, yeah. They're so the corrupt. The IOC is the <laughs> Olympic <laughs> Committee, right? Right. Yeah. 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 International <laughs> Olympic Committee, yeah, maybe? That's it. They're the ones who decide like, what city. international core sample. But I'm surprised. Wait. The, which flag? The Korean flag? I think yeah. it was the Korean flag. I'm surprised he was the, they took it away for that because I would think that like I could see Korea getting involved. See, I thought it was well, something right. else. I thought it was like what, ice what, skating or something. Oh, I don't know. It could be something different. I thought mm. it was a soccer player. No, but uh, they want the Olympics depoliticized. Yes. I think that's a thing. Yeah, that is definitely a thing. Yeah. They don't want you making political statements while right. you're on the podium getting your medal. Right, so right. It must yeah. have been that. He read an article. I'm very... I miss a lot of these things. But yeah, my dad's super involved in Korea in all kinds of ways. He has his hands in all kinds of stuff. So anyway, uh, yeah, he walked in the Parade of Nations. And then his Instagram account has just been blown up. He's just posting... He's been at like every That's event. That's so cool. Wow. It's amazing. I know. Really Why didn't your dad call you to tell you this? That's my dad's style. You know what I mean? Yeah. My dad, he'll show up and be like, oh, I'm in town for a day, like the day before he shows up. And then he's like, oh, I've been in uh, Iraq this week. Oh, I was in uh, uh, some other fancy, crazy, weird, random place that you're like, why are you there? And then you don't understand why he's there. So you don't really ask because you're like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know anything. No. Well, thanks to your Instagram post about him, I now know a Korean word. Anyang. That's right. Thank you. I would you have said it, it differently. <laughs> yeah, I know how to spell it. Okay. I was going to say Anyong, okay. but Anyong. And it means, Anyang. does it mean hi it and does. bye? Yeah. It's, it's kind, of kind of like, like the aloha. aloha of Korean. Is it Anyong? Anyong Haseo is how you'd answer Anyang. the phone. Anyong is like a casual hello. If you watched Arrested Development, it's like an ongoing joke. That Korean kid that yeah. they, he's, they, he's always like, Anyang. Oh, and right. They all think that's his name, but he's <laughs> just saying hi. <laughs> so wait, right. how much Korean do you speak? Like two words. You just heard both of them. So I, I bet that's not true. Yeah, I bet it's not I bet true that's either. not true. Could you say, where's the bathroom? No. Really? Could yeah. you say... I have forgotten everything. Could you I order know, food? Like, yes, I could order food. Could you understand it if someone were speaking it to you, though? No, but I did recently <laughs> tell my... <laughs> on our podcast that there was one time I went into a hyperbaric chamber for an hour. 
And when I got out, we went to have Korean food, and I was a hundred percent certain that I understood everything that happened. Wow. I, I know. Um, you're gonna have to amazing. That one. You're gonna pedal, backpedal for a moment. Why hyper? What? What is and why hyperbaric chamber? Hyperbaric wow. chamber is when you go. It's like a hundred percent oxygen when you're in there. It's pressurized, and it's pressurized, and so you're just like your brain is getting. Every a bit of oxygen oh, it I was possibly needs. One of those sensory deprivation tanks, but okay, no, no. This oh. I was in it because my niece okay. is disabled, and so they a lot of times disabled kids go in it because it helps them, oh, wow. like helps their brain start to work a little bit better. Mm. So my niece used to go all the time, and so we would trade off going because you have to go in there and sit for an hour, and you have to kind of hold her, and so she doesn't. At the time, she had like a tube in her tummy, and so you had to really hold her just right because oh. she's doing much better now. But anyway, you go in there, and they had like all these VHS tapes and then you could watch a movie they had a screen they would the put outside the chamber but it's actually kind of scary because you can't wear any metal you can't do anything you have to like go in and like sweatpants and sweatshirt because anything could start a fire oh, and like oh, wow. it takes like so dry oh wow yeah and it Loss takes like off. 15 minutes to like depressurize so if anything goes wrong you have 15 minutes to wait until you can get out it's really yeah you'll get the bends in there basically it's really yeah, crazy exactly. so anyway it was exciting i'm getting claustrophobic just but i about think it. it opened up my brain for a few hours and i could speak korean for a while yeah it's in there yeah, it's like trapped. I know. I'm telling you, Al thinks it's a joke, but I'm dead serious. <laughs> Someday when we're loaded, I'll buy a hyperbaric chamber. <laughs> just an in-home hyperbaric chamber. Just, just to, to test to, this? Just to see, yeah. Can I just tell you guys, I just now, as we're talking, remembered that last night I had a dream that I was going to the wedding of your dog. I'm speaking to Al and <laughs> Oh, our dog got oh, the dog married? We don't have Which yet, dog? Huh? Well, party girl. Oh, Okay. That I was going Settle to down finally. a wedding. Wow, I was going like to your. <laughs> I was going to your dog's wedding, and I couldn't decide what to wear. And Allison, I was like showing you all these suits, and you were like, <laughs> "Sorry, yeah, I wouldn't put that one." In. Not for party girl. Yeah. It's got to be something. And finally, flashy. I like put this like super hipster like slim fit suit on, and you were like, "Okay, that one's fine." And then we went to the wedding of your dog. Wow, good for yeah. party. Yeah. Who was party marrying? Do you know? I don't, no, I don't remember the wedding. Like I only remember the lead up to the wedding, but I don't remember the actual ceremony itself. I, I no, don't know. I no one approved sure. of the dog that she had chosen, <laughs> but you know she was getting up there in age, and they just happy she, that is, she was happy. You guys, she's getting old, really old. Every day, my mom calls me worried about party girl. If a dog could get oh. more deaf. She's gotten more. <laughs> how old is she in human years? She's probably in her 90s. We actually don't know how old she is really because... Oh, no. Sorry. I mean in like actual human years. years. Human years. Years. Oh. Years. I mean... Oh I know, but... No, I still don't years. know because my brother adopted her and she was already a few years old. Oh, okay. And that was in like 2000... That was probably like 10 years ago. Wow. I mean, she she's... There. Yeah. Yeah. She's struggling, but she's... She's still got some spirit left in her. Yeah. Well, she's fallen in love, apparently. Mm. She's taking a lover. <laughs> she's not so going exciting. out alone. All right. This is a little unconventional, the order in which I'm about to do this. I say we just do, let's do the journal now. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Okay. Emergency, general, general, 
<laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Thank you. I love dog. it. And four. So good. All right. So as you can see, I brought a couple journals because I wasn't sure what Jenna you want to get to know. <laughs> All of um, them. Because I know we might do this again, so there's options. Um, Has Al heard these in advance? No. Oh, doubly excited. Jenna will not let me read any of her journals. There's a lot of pages. Nor will she share in... any passages of her journals. Yeah, no, good call. I've got like yeah. I've got weird scrap paper and oh, photos in mine, and no one oh. can, no one, no one. Yeah, <laughs> I took some of those out because they were falling out every time I opened them. Um, there are actually passages though where it's like, oh my gosh, my real husband's if he ever read this would totally hate this journal because it's about all these other guys. Are anyway. one is one of those one of the options? Uh, <laughs> sort of. Okay, so this is like college. This is the the sophomore sleep year professional gray journal. Yes, and then in fact, the first page is all about picking out the journal <laughs> at Borders. <laughs> anyway, um, so this has some dating stuff that's kind of exciting okay okay this is also actually they're all college this because my high school ones were journal. almost like i could have brought some of my high school ones but it was so painful to read it was mm. just like who all oh, this person i mean it's like allison said you don't even know who that person is anyway although i will say I've been talked into by Daniel reading some of that cringeworthy. <laughs> yes. nonsense. Oh, you should. Yeah, oh, I, I could. I could bring some too. But there's so much terrible stuff in this too. And I was not a good writer even in college. So okay, anyway, so um, option A is college dating. Dating stuff. stuff. This is kind of a little bit like Mean Girl. Ooh, that's, Ooh. that's there's a little bit of Mean Girl in that, so which you I was hate sad another about. girl in this. It's about it's about a guy. But it feels very mean girl, the way Ooh. I wrote it. And then... So far leaning towards B. This yeah. is like so... This is just all the feelings that I was going through something when in, I wrote this one. It's in kind of a world market type journal. Definitely. In <laughs> yeah, fact, I think I got this from my brother who bought it somewhere in Asia. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. It's, be, it's more than world market. It's where world market buys their journals. Yeah. yeah it's like beaded and has mirrors on it. Straight it's from the really... Source out of control so anyway that's the feels these that yeah, what kind is, what are the feelings about s- they're dark little Ooh, like boys. not dark dark they're dark. like like i was going i don't know i just was in a dark face sad face sad okay. sad phase yeah well we're so gonna get choice. to all of them at some yeah. point <laughs> greg what do you think i am leaning towards mean girls i'd like to know what al thinks yeah what do you want to i i'm up for anything honestly yeah, they i think they're all good. gonna be Different. <laughs> I also use the word. Oh gosh, these are just so embarrassing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, oh, she was looking at B when she uh, said that. Option B. So we gotta go with B. Okay, but they're all embarrassing. Good. So okay. okay, please table set Jenna. What? Do you have a date? Where are <laughs> oh, you? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. This starts. Uh, this starts with March. Well, okay. The the entry before is March tenth, two thousand five. So I was a freshman in high uh, it's like college. Two weeks ago, <laughs> <laughs> I was eighteen, okay. nineteen, almost. Mm, yeah, that sounds right. And you went to? Did you go to BYU? I went to NYU. You went to NYU. I knew. So you I was to, in New York uh, City. Very close. Went to OYU. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> very similar school. Definitely. So, is that racist to assume that all Mormons went to BYU? No, no, okay. it's religious. Prejudice. No, Prejudice. <laughs> what is that? Prejudice. Yeah. Stereotypical. So it's your freshman year at NYU. It's my freshman year at NYU, 
And oh my gosh! So the pre the previous entries March tenth two thousand five. My heartbeat is racing right now. But the sec the next entry is March it's, dot dot dot. Who cares? It's just wow. <laughs> March. Who cares? <laughs> that was my birthday. Oh my gosh! And you're in your dorm room. <laughs> yeah, you're in your. Dorm I am room. in my dorm room writing. Wait, no, no, no. I'm on the subway train. Oh, I used to write on my in my journal a lot on the subway. Mm. So this is March dot dot dot. Who cares? I really want it to be Felicity. So there's a lot of that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, the things I do for Miss Overachiever. I'm going to change names. Okay. Stacy. I'm trying to love her. I really am. But she just doesn't trust me. <laughs> my phone died. I'm sure people are wondering where I am. Wow. That sounded snotty. <laughs> So I went to, not to, on a date last night with this boy. I can just use his real name. I don't talk to him ever. Matt. It was our second date. He's like this typical New York tough Italian boy who likes me a lot. (laughs) (laughs) And I, this is so bad. Okay. And I have more feelings for. This boy that I knew in high school, but that doesn't... It says, I have more feelings for Daniel, which is a boy that I not did me. not like at all, than for him. Wow. <sighs> oh, that's Daniel, how little you have Yeah, that's how have. little yeah. feeling I had, because this friend of mine from high school... He's in right. old journals, but he, we were like best friends, but I had like no right. feeling. Like if you've read the previous journals, you, you know, know what I, yeah, that's right. The, in <laughs> the series of Jenna's journals, <laughs> you is. understand what's going on sure, here. Sure, right. There's a lot of that though. Like yeah. that's why it was hard to pick because a lot of it was like, I have to explain so much. Okay. We need like a previously on. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it was like number one in the Jenna Valley High series. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I called it. And I called the night early and he dropped me off at my dorm at 1030. He stopped, looked me straight in the eyes and in his Brooklyn accent said, I want to keep doing this. (laughs) (laughs) I just stood there. That is like the worst line ever. He didn't even tell me he liked me. That's probably a good thing. But he followed with the statement. I'll call you. So when he calls, I'm going to have to break the bad news (laughs) that I don't want to keep doing this. (laughs) (laughs) Then I said, pause. I have to get off the subway. So anyway, (laughs) it's now 3 a.m. I have to sleep or I'm going to die. But quick story. (laughs) So... Oh, gosh, my word choice here. I'm so embarrassed. Okay, so this was very naughty and deceptive. But last <laughs> night, after I told my date that I was too tired to hang out, I went out with Julia and the two Alicias from the fifth floor. <laughs> <laughs> we went dancing. Yes, dancing. It was a party. <laughs> Spelled party. <laughs> you guys, I can't. Okay. So anyway, at the club, we refused to dance with any boys, which made us that much more appealing. (laughs) Every guy tried to get with us, but we were independent women. (laughs) Power through, Jenny. So anyway, the owner's The owner's son gave us his card and said if we came back Saturday, he'd let us in for free. 
So now it really is time for bed. Moral of the story, always play hard to get. Actually, just be hard to get. All right, sleep. <laughs> Thank you. Thank that you. That was so good. Thank you. Jenna, it was, and it was it P-A-R-T-A-Y? Yep. Oh, yep. God. yep. <sighs> Who was so over, Little Miss Overachiever Stacy? <laughs> oh, oh, the thing you'll do. This girl I went to church with. Oh, my gosh. She was so impossible to get along with. She was very bossy, and she's always bossing me around and telling me what to do because she like was much older than me, and it just drove me insane. Where did you guys go dancing? I don't even remember. This was just some place that my one of the Alicias knew about. <laughs> Al, how do you feel? <laughs> Nothing's changed. She's the same woman. <laughs> same, still playing hard to get. Independent still woman. Still independent Being woman. hard to get. Oh. <laughs> Can I say something to you, Janet? The line where you say, and I'm going to have to break the news to him that I don't want to keep doing this, mm-hmm. is it's, it's like the button of a, of a comedy bit. Yeah, it really like you're, that's comedy writing going on. I there's a lot of that in yeah. my journals where it's like I there's clearly like I wanted to be funny. I just wasn't yeah. at that point where I knew what I was doing. Right, right. right. Yeah, it's weird. Definitely. Wait, yeah. Does anyone have? I think I might have a few more questions. So, <laughs> so then you never you didn't actually say that line to him. No, I think we had a class together, and so I think I just ended up kind of doing the what just fade out. Of, yes. Yeah, and was he like that, ghosting? Was, was he like that like guy in a hard hat who loves the Yankees and like yeah. wants to get a slice or whatever? Yeah, Is that yeah, what yeah. He was, and yeah? very yeah, and just like his hair was always just like perfectly greased, like it was right, just. Right, right. And he drove. He had a car in the city because his family like owned an Italian restaurant in Brooklyn. Like it was so. It was one of those things where you're like, wow, this. It's cliche, but it's kind of true because right. I didn't know. I was so new to New York. So, but it was March. Who cares? So, whatever. <laughs> March. Who cares? This is like. I'm picturing David Crumholtz as the guy for some Who's reason. David you know who that is? I don't think I know that. Okay. I just picture like Polly D from the Jersey Shore. A little yeah. bit like, oh, like yeah. I mean, the guy on Jersey Shore. Yeah. I'm yeah. picturing that thing like, you know, that thing in New York and New Jersey too, where like you can't tell if a person is strong or fat. Yes, a lot. You know that yes. thing where yes. it's just yeah. like, is that a super strong guy or just a fat dude? That is 100% <laughs> And that. I can't, yeah. is that what that is? Yes, totally. Yeah, okay. He was very much like that. Like a lot of that, Teresa Judice's husband or yes. whatever? Yes, almost exactly like Like is he like fat or is he just super strong? Joe? Yeah, you can't tell. But sometimes mm-hmm. they're both. I think it's mm-hmm. like it's like he works out a lot, but he also eats a lot of pasta. Right, right, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I think this journal reading thing is like the best thing that has ever. Like, <laughs> like the no, best I wish, idea you've ever had, Greg. <laughs> like, if I wish Jenna, I kept one. I would like listen to you read that journal for like hour for hours and hours and hours, and I would just like. <laughs> yeah, you should do that as an audio book and sell it on iTunes. It's yeah. really good yeah. stuff. All of these are just <clears throat> priceless. I guess mm. I don't know. That was so embarrassing, but I'm. Happy I did it. You guys did it. I feel Good like, job. you know, thank you. Who's next? <sighs> well, Jeff, do you have no one? regrets. Mm, yes, I do. Are you open what? to reading from it? Yes. I would just have to find. No, I know where they are. All right. Do you want to go next week or should Greg, should we do Greg number two next week? But Keep us posted. Yeah. Let me see if I can get him to get, get it together. Okay. Next week. Yeah. It'll either be Jeff or it'll be Greg. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Jenna. Very brave. Thank you. Yes, Thank you. That was, very, that was yeah. a Amazing. time of my life. It was weird. That was very, very <laughs> entertaining. Okay.
<clears throat> Let's do uh, iTunes comment of the week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. My happy homecoming to Allison Rosen and her friends by GG215, and it's a long one. I became aware of Allison Rosen's show two years ago. I was 17 years old and went to a high school a half an hour, a half an hour away from where I lived. So I had lots of time to get, the, get to know my new best friend. After an interview with Shane Dawson introduced her to me, she would later lend her hosting strengths to his much different yet still fun podcast. I knew I had to find out more. But she and the old Thursday gang had built up many inside jokes and references that I didn't understand. What were they talking about with the butter sandwiches and how to shower? So I went back and listened to all of her old shows. I fell in love with her and all that she did. And I knew every inside reference. After the shock of the AC stupidity, of AC stupidly letting her go, I listened as she rounded up a new gang to ground her Thursday show, the comedic counterbalance to her often moving Monday interviews. True. But last summer, I was under lots of pressure to make money for college. I was moving from Northern California to Manhattan for college and had no idea what to do. And I feel out of touch with my best friend. I fell out of touch with my best friend. In May, I returned to California, and with plenty of time on my hands, I decided to try Allison again, not expecting the old love to return. But return it did. <laughs> As I quickly binged the past year of show of her show, I fell in love with this not-so-new Thursday gang. Jenna provided the wholesome humor and incredibly optimistic worldview that drew me in. And her anchor position as a constant from the old Thursday show to now. Hashtag Al shared often stunning experiences and quirky knowledge of a variety of things. (laughs) (laughs) Their candid experiences with their faith and newfound parenthood reveals them as lovely and strong people. Jeff's drops are incredible. See Daniel being my favorite. And his contributions to various topics helps bring a different worldview to the show. Daniel brings a lighthearted humor and dry wit to the show, and his banter with Allison and Jenna is one of my favorite parts of the show. Greg was originally off-putting to me. (laughs) (laughs) But after five or so shows, I realized that he is a man of strong principles and crazy life experiences. AKA (laughs) asshole. (laughs) It's fine. Just say it. I don't mind. Even if I don't always agree with him, he is so wrong about theater and judging musicals as a whole by Phantom of the Opera, and that that like infuriated me. But that's just who he is. I admire how he is always stands up for what he believes in. And what about the center of the show? Allison effortlessly draws listeners and guests alike into her world. She has no problem instantly connecting to people and draws out who they are. She truly seems like my best friend, and I know I'm not alone. I love La Rosen, a term of endearment from the theater crowd. And returning to this show made me remember how much I love the content and the people. Long live Allison Rosen is your new best friend. From Sam. Thank you so much for that nice comment, Sam. If you would like us to read your comment on air, leave us a nice comment. And also, you can uh, leave us a comment and subscribe at iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen. I didn't know that La Rosen, or putting La before the name is a theater thing, but I am into it. 
C. Daniel. Thank you, Sam. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty much my favorite part of the comment. Always. (laughs) That thing was just like, I love the gang. And Greg is there. there. (laughs) After five episodes, he wore me down. (laughs) Now I tolerate him. Exactly. He said about you what you'll hear often on Real Housewives, which is like, she she is unafraid to be herself. (laughs) You know, which is just like, she's an asshole. (laughs) Oh, Daniel, what was your new... Because originally when we were coming up with like what my housewife intro would be. The housewife intros change each season. Yeah. So the first season for Allison was um, a uh, an ob- they say an object at rest tends to stay at rest. I'm proof of that. <laughs> and then what's the new one? And then the new one is uh, uh, huh? people 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 call me an uh, an old pair of sweatpants, but sweatpants are comfortable. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> People say, oh, anyway, think how flattering these are when Daniel comes up with them. People say, people say I'm like an old, people yeah, people say, say I'm like, I'm like an, an old pair of sweatpants, but who cares? Sweatpants are comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Why or people way, say I remind say them of an old pair of sweatpants. Well, maybe, maybe. <laughs> people say I remind them of an old pair of sweatpants. <laughs> But I say, who cares? We should all have. uh, We should all have one of those. We should. should. Yeah, Daniel, please write those for all. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy, (laughs) what did I get? Could you come up with ones for all of us for multiple seasons, please? Yeah, (laughs) new ones every week. (laughs) Jesus Christ, we should shoot it like a Real Housewives opening. Oh uh, yes. Yes. Just rent like a twenty by twenty white psych, right? And rotate on it. Yes. A what? A white psych. What's that? That giant. Like a white, all white stage, a seamless white stage. It's called a psych. No, I didn't know that, but yes. now I do. Okay. All right. Let's catch up with Rayanne, not her real name, um, who, who we gave advice to. Let's hear our thing. Okay. So let's catch up the listeners and refresh our own memory of it. So this um, girl wrote in her best friend was about to marry her. I don't know the timeline of the wedding, but shopping for wedding dresses. uh, She, I think everyone was from Canada, right? And she was living and working in New York and the best friend was living with her in New York and the fiance and the letter writer's sister were driving down from Canada together, and the letter writer just suspected that something had happened between the guy and her sister, and this was, like, ongoing, and she didn't know what to do. Um, And there was a trip to Chicago. All of a sudden, like, the fiancé was going to Chicago for work, quote-unquote, and then the sister was also going to Chicago, so it was like more... So anyway, the Rayanne wanted to know what we recommend. Wait, you and said she, driving down from Canada, you meant Chicago. No, I think it was no. Canada. It was Canada, yeah. and then they're all going to Chicago. They're all going to but Chicago? She, well, the, the fiancé and the sister were, were right. coincidentally going to be in Chicago okay, at the same okay, time. Okay. And if I'm remembering correctly, she had actually specifically asked the sister right. whether right. or not it was going on, and the sister admitted it. So it wasn't that yes. she just she wasn't plainly yes, suspected yes. it. Yes. Yes. She yeah, had, sorry. Yeah. She had proof. Okay. So our advice was make talk to the guy, tell him he has to tell the fiance, or you're gonna do, or it. she's gonna do it. Yeah. Um, well, get ready. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. I have to remind everyone, and I think it's clear. 
Uh, we are not professional advice givers. This is just for entertainment. Consult a professional, please. But core sample is a medical term for a <laughs> vaginal extraction. Yeah, that okay. part we are experts on. I listened to your episode <laughs> about four times and then took notes. So last week I called my friend's fiance and told him he has to tell her or I will by the end of tomorrow. End what? of tomorrow? I like it. Sorry. I think that was our advice. Did we yeah, say that? You said you we said do it. a timeline. I didn't know if we said 24 hours. No, Greg, might, no, Greg we said like a, hours. A, week. a week or something. I said week. And I said, Too long. I said a day tops. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, all right. So she said okay. What happened? Hours. He called her and said I was jealous of their relationship. Oh, was, I knew this was going to happen. Sorry. And was trying to break them <laughs> you did up. call that. Did you? Well, he, he yes, said he was I think Jeff did say that, yeah. My friend confronted... Oh, yeah, maybe you did. I mean, you did. My friend confronted me and asked what was going on. She really believed him, just like Jeff said. I couldn't let her believe that, so I showed her my sister's Instagram full of the Chicago trip, them kissing and having a great long weekend. My friend hasn't spoken to me since four days. I have been away for work two of the days. My company is holding a grand opening of one of their properties in the Bahamas, and she won't come anymore. My sister is angry with me because he's angry with her about having their pictures up on Instagram. She leaves next week to go back home. Starting in September, I will be on a 4-1 schedule of four days travel and one day in New York until Christmas. If this doesn't work itself out before she leaves, I think I might lose her as a friend. I, I so, believe I said do nothing, right? Wait, wait, wait. It's <laughs> no. not about who's right. It's not about... Just, okay, no. so when I read this, I felt awful. Yeah. And this is sort of like the... I know I'm making it about me for one second, but my... Like I take this, I take this new segment so seriously because I don't ever want to give anyone bad advice. Um, so for a second, I was like, "Oh, fuck!" Like, should we have not advised her to do anything? Because I know, like, my old boss, for example, his ad- he was like, "What's in it for you to ever tell someone that someone's cheating?" Blah blah blah. But a couple things. But a couple things. It's not like this was a marriage and someone was cheating which i still feel like you might have a responsibility to say something this is her about to marry this guy like she can still get out one and two no matter what rayanne is in a no-win situation that's all of a sudden i started thinking no i feel like we did give the right advice because she's in a no-win situation because when her friend discovers that the guy has been cheating with rayanne's sister She's going to be so upset that Rayanne didn't say anything. So the only other option Rayanne had is to deny knowledge of anything. But like that's really hard to believe, and it's going to come out no matter what. And it's going to—if she had done nothing, it would blow up in her face. So I think this is what I think. Wait it out. Like your friend is going through an enormous amount of crap right now because she just found out the guy she's going to marry is cheating on her and lying to her. And cheating with her best friend's sister. So first of all, she's like got to just process that. And then she's probably humiliated because when you find out that someone's cheating on you, that's like humiliating. And she's probably also wondering, well, Rayanne, how long do you know? And like there's all sorts of stuff she has to go through. I think that when the dust settles, she will realize that Rayanne was being a good friend. Yeah. Um, so I would say give it time. Yeah. Yeah. But this girl who was it sucks that you're going through this. Who yeah. was cheating with him or who he was cheating? Was Instagramming photographs of them together? Yeah, isn't that? I know. Yeah. And how could they not have been following one another on Instagram? Maybe she didn't know the sister. Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming she wasn't close with the sister at all. Yeah, yeah, I don't follow my friend's siblings. 
(laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. I think it is a no-win situation for her. And the the other people misbehaving put her in that situation. Yes. And so maybe this is confirmation bias for myself, but I say... If you're in a no-win situation, at least pick the option where you're going to be able to look at yourself in the mirror at yeah. the end of yes. the day. Yes. Jeff is right. I think that that's – yes. And because and, and, Jeff's instincts were right, and I think that's – you know the, what it was is, yeah, when I you are the – Evil, evil, sad, cynical mind. That's well, it's right. – well, unfortunately, it's probably from experience, and we're all old enough to, to see that human nature is that when – you know, you do kill the messenger oftentimes, right? Yeah. Like, because the friend is so horrified, like you said, embarrassed and all these other things. And, um, but the way I looked at it is if, again, if you, if she hadn't said anything, then it's going to blow up in her face. She's going to be like, why you were my friend and you knew and you let me marry. And it was your, and if the fact that it was her sister, yeah, like if it was just, if A it was random. just somebody, maybe she could deny it. Like maybe she could say, I didn't know about it, but it was your sister. Like you were going to, if you lose your friend because of this, just no, you were probably going to lose your friend no matter what. Like also, if Daniel correct. were cheating, right? yes. If I found out that Daniel were cheating with Jenna's sister Ugh. and Jenna knew about it and didn't tell me, I would Well, I'd like to say that I'm mature enough that I would just be mad at Daniel, yeah. but it's like I would also be like Jenna. Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But and I think that's why it's also complicated is the fact that she sort of if you're your sister, as a family member, you're kind of the one who can go like you're being an idiot and yeah. making bad choices. It's right. actually almost your right it's as a sibling, kind of a responsibility. As a member. Yeah. And they yeah. threw it in her face. I mean, like to put it on Instagram is like, hi, this is this thing I'm doing. I'm not yeah. even going to try to hide it from you. Right. It's like, if you, it, uh, you probably feel awful about it. What's her name again? Rayanne. Rayanne. Rayanne probably feels terrible, you know, and I would just say like, just try to remember that the the fiance and your sister are the ones that put you in this situation. And also Rayanne in like three months or six months or one year, that girl is going to call you and thank you. Yeah. I, I would bet money on it that at some point she's going to sit down with you and go, I hated you for a long time, but I, I can't tell you how thankful yeah, I am. Yeah. Thank you God. I didn't you marry did that the guy. right thing. Yeah. yeah. The only thing that I wonder if we, that I wonder about is I understand why we were like, make the guy do it. But by making the guy do it, you allowed we allowed him yeah. to like control the message. Right. And would it have been better if Rayanne had just gone straight to the friend? No, but we you're. I don't want to say you're rolling the dice. It makes it sound like it's like gambling. But I really, don't think you're rolling dice. Yeah. Like a hundred percent of the time, if you tell the guy you got to tell her, the guy's not going to go. You know what? I'm going to do the right thing. <laughs> right. After I've been banging your sister behind my fiance's back, I'm going to do the right. No, it's like he's going to go to the girl and be like. Oh, this bitch is trying to destroy me. She's going to tell you something crazy. I don't know why. Yeah, but I still think you have to give him the opportunity to do that. I still I, feel like I you disagree. Have, I still feel like you have to give why? the guy. Well, first of all, at the end of this scenario, the way this will play out, Rayanne is a hundred percent in the clear. She is one hundred because she gave the guy the opportunity to do it first. So not only did he sleep with the or whatever cheat with the other girl he th- also threw her sister under the bus yeah he's twice as much of a shithead he's a terrible person yeah, yeah. he's twice he's really as awful he's he's twice yeah. as bad so i think she is exonerated from any guilt by association oh, for sure um and this will there's no other scenario that plays out here the guy and the sister don't deny their affair for the rest of time what if with well, the guy and the sister it, it works yeah. out 
and now they're like in the same family. Well, that's, oh, that's their that's, problem. Yeah, then they got to work it out. The but it won't. There's if you, forgiveness, I guess. I mean, if you, if you do the right thing, everything else will take care of itself. So if you do the right thing, if her sister and this guy wind up getting married and having a million babies, the weirdness of it is going to be on them. Yeah. And if they can't write their relationship after that as sisters, that's on her. But, It'll but solve I don't itself. even, I just don't see that happening because he wasn't like, you know what? I'm going to break up with my fiance because I want to be with this girl. He wanted to. Yeah. So I don't think he's even that into the system. I know nothing about these people. Nothing. So I'm speculating out of my ass. This is a dude who was not that's ready to get married. That's our disclaimer. And, this is a dude <laughs> yeah. who was not ready to be married in the first place. That's, that's the one well, thing he's, yeah. he's absolutely and all he wanted to do was have sex with and, some chicks. Right, and he, he was wanted, not. He may have wanted to get out of the marriage in some way and was too I, much of a Daniel, coward. Daniel, I think to do you're it. giving him too much credit. I think he was just like, oh, this chick wants to fuck. I, I think he yeah. was just some dude. Let's keep doing this. Yeah, who didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Who didn't want to, who wasn't ready to be married because he was like, my fuck number isn't high and if the like, sister, That's what I think. And if the sister marries him, then your sister's marrying a fucking asshole. And I don't see it happening. It's just, that's it a bad thing too. So, I don't know. The parents are going to be involved in this at some point too. Like, it would be a nightmare. But Never. People, people want to write this stuff off. People, if, if they want to get together, people will rationalize it, but... The thought that I had after we gave this advice, and I was I had a lot of consternation about it, was that there's a lot of screwed up stuff going on in the world, and there always has been. But when you look at stuff like major sex abuse scandals with children, you know, at Penn State or wherever, with all of these things, or even Bill Cosby and all that, there's a lot of people looking the other way. Right. Like these things don't just happen once and overnight. Yeah. They happen over long periods of time, and they're not secrets. And there's just a lot of people looking the other way that enable it to happen. So, right. but there's no crime here, Jeff. This is not a crime, right? Of but passion, th- right? Right. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> let's have some less looking the other way, yeah. and a lot of the, a lot less of this stuff happens. That that's how this stuff happens. She just unfortunately is in a position where she doesn't have the option of looking the other way because it'll it would be worse for her if she said nothing when the friend right. discovers it. That's and what is I'm like, saying. How could you? Don't look the other. Yeah. way. If the yeah. friend was not engaged. Right, I so would a, maybe be like, oh, it's, don't get involved because it's never going to work out for you if you get in. It's always a bad situation. Right, there's always that instinct to shoot the messenger because if you think about it, the friend just lost her fiance and she's like, I had something in my life that I wanted and now it's gone thanks to you. But yeah. she will snap at it. She'll come around. Can hopefully. we also just say to this girl like, Congratulations. Yes, for doing you something had strong. Major balls. That is ballsy. Super, awesome. super, super ballsy. No yeah. kidding. Totally like morally mm-hmm. grounded. And yes. I do believe in I was gonna say in my heart, is that weird? You don't I do believe it. I do that in the next some point in the future this your yes. friend is going to say thank you to you. Yeah, and even if she doesn't, like Jeff was saying, you can live with yourself. Yeah. You know, I, I really truly believe you did the right thing here. You you know, Jeff is, I think he's right in that the guy is never going to do the right thing in that circumstance. But, but what you did is you made him, you basically said, be a man. And he couldn't. He and said, no, thank you. No, he wasn't. <laughs> but, but you were, that, that's a very, uh, I think you can feel good about that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. yeah. Res- yeah. We I, all respect you a ton. I'm curious how your relationship with your sister is going. Because to me, I would want to go to my sister first and be like, what is wrong with you? This yeah. is like so unbelievable. I can't believe you would do this. So I'm curious how that's I think going. That she had done that. 
I hope I think so. I'm sure she, she was kind of like, this is just how my sister is. Oy. Like, I oh, think that yeah. she had yeah. had tried oh, to talk yeah. to her sister. There's okay. some acting out going on there, yeah. right? With yeah. the sister. I don't know. Well, yeah, I'd be mad at the sister. I'd just be like, you're I, messing I know. my life up. I, <sighs> how much do you hate this guy? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And that he's mad at the girl for, for posting Instagram pictures right. on Instagram. She's, what? She's broke jealous of our relationship. Yeah, that's the problem. You weren't private enough about it. Uh, I hate this guy. I really. Hate this um, guy. Also, I have some general advice for. There's been a lot of people who have written in, um, who are late bloomers and who like want to date, but they aren't dating much, and da da da. And just sort of, eventually, we'll get to those. Um, but I now have more advice than we can do in each show. More advice um, requests, but still send them in uh, ariymbf show at gmail.com Advice in the subject line. But anyway, just some general advice. Um, from my own personal experience, there was a book that my therapist in New York recommended that was like life changing for me. And it's, um, it's embarrassing, but it's Mars and Venus on a date by John Gray. He wrote the uh, Mars and Venus books, but this book in particular is like, I think she referred to it as like the Bible for dating. Um, it's just, if you, I didn't realize how much I didn't know how to date, what? <laughs> well, first of all, I had two thoughts. One was, hmm, that was just the cynical one. And the other one was, I wonder what Jenna and Al think the Bible for dating I know. Is. <laughs> <laughs> but my I first know. one, foremost, small, I was... Small B. For, foremost was, <laughs> hmm. I know. I feel silly recommending a book, but I'm just saying it did. Like it broke down the five different stages of dating and it really helped me so much because basically... It just kind of is like here sort of the here's as a woman it's not like the rules in terms of playing hard to get but just like the, here are the reasons that the guy needs to be pursuing at the very beginning it, and it can change as the relationship goes on but because I was like if you like a guy just let him know just call him up just ask him out and then at the end of the date let him know you want to keep doing this sorry I'm <laughs> overusing that well, you have to be an independent then, woman yeah, yeah I was like an independent <laughs> don't woman don't play hard to don't, get I, be hard I, to I get I say I, that book is good Allison I know that book but a book that I think you is better yeah a book that's better is Jenna's uh, journal <laughs> Right. Tells you about how to dance alone and refuse the come ons of March of the whatever the Jenna Kim Jones story. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, I Men recommend are from Mars. March is from whenever. <laughs> I recommend that book, and also if you're in a position uh, to afford it or you have health insurance coverage that will cover it, I recommend therapy for everyone. Okay. <laughs> Those are just my general rules for people who are late bloomers who are like, and, why is it not happening and for don't me? Don't feel bad about being a late bloomer. Well, no, and also eventually it will it's happen okay. for you. I'm just saying it eventually it happened for me after I read some self help books and yeah. went to therapy. Yeah. We live in a society that's like, if you're not getting BJs at thirteen, then you're fucking an idiot. You know, and it's like Well these aren't these aren't fourteen year old BJ list people writing in. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, I think that you need to know that Whatever timeline you do things on is the yes. right timeline. There's nothing wrong with you if you wait or if, you know, everybody de- develops and people are mature at different levels and you're not ready for things and just. But it's I mean, okay. you got to be boning by like, what, 25 or something? Uh, it's 18. Weird, right? But 18. also, <laughs> and also just in general, I think the more, this is terrible. I'm like, I'm going to deal with like eight people's questions by giving general vague advice. The more energy you put into yourself and not into like, I've got to be dating, yeah. the better. Yeah, I you think. better be reading a lot of books. 
because otherwise it's a waste. I would take these self-help books to the gym and then I would read them at the gym and I was like, I'm a sad Kathy cartoon. <laughs> That's a good way to get hit on. I'm really into that chick on the treadmill over there reading Mars Takes Venus on a Date or whatever. Mars and Venus on a Date. Mars okay. and Venus or whatever. Listen. It's a good book. I know if you it is. Knew me I know be- it's Look, a good if book. we were friends. I know it is. If we had been friends... You would have gotten a lot of calls from me being like, and then he said this, and then I said this, and then he said this. What do you think? And you would have been like, Girl. I gotta go. <laughs> well, <laughs> I would have said, how, what would I have said? I'm sorry. I would have turned away. I would have become a would've... sassy black woman. <laughs> you would have snapped, and you would have been like, I don't know. There were, you would have said, read this book. <laughs> Girl, he's just not that into you, okay? Oh, yeah, that's another good book. <laughs> That is a good one. I enjoyed that one. Yeah, I read that one before. Okay, let's do... Oh, wait. No, no. Let's not do anything yet. I know. Oh, I don't know what's coming. I don't know what's coming. I think I know what's coming. Follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. Jeff, where should we go for you? You can follow me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. Daniel? At Daniel Quant's Twitter and Instagram. D quants on the snappy. Oh, <laughs> Al? I am at the hashtag Al everywhere. Hashtag spelled out. <laughs> Not an actual hashtag. Not Jenna? Actual hashtag. Uh, two things. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Jenna Kim Jones. And second, Lee, uh, I am doing a new comedy special Ooh. in like less than three weeks. I'll be recording it here in california and i'm working like crazy on it but it will be featured exclusively on sirius xm uh, laugh usa for about for a while and they're gonna play it like crazy and i'm gonna be the featured comedian for the whole month of september what so lots of exciting things happening so listen for me in september on laugh usa because you'll hear me a whole bunch do you want to tell them about the taping so they can come to it oh well we're out of tickets but uh it is going to be here August 26th, pray for me, send positive vibes, do what you do, because I'm very nervous, but I'm also really excited. You're going to be great. We'll see. Yes. I hope. Mm-hmm. And you're, that's awesome. Yeah, you're, we're do, done. We're you're out. doing an hour, a half hour? Uh, I'm going to try, I'm trying to do all new material, uh, so hopefully about 45 minutes. That's we'll a see. big deal. And if, if you're driving anywhere Labor Day weekend, it's going to play it's gonna the play entire a lot. thing yeah. multiple Whoa. times all through Labor Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Are you filming it? Uh, no, just the audio. Yeah. Very cool. Deal. I'm very excited. So thank you and listen for that. Oh, and check it out podcast. Sorry, not sorry with Jenny Kim Jones at JennyKimJones.com. Greg, where should we go for you? I am at Dong Attack. I, I have not made my Musical.ly account public yet. So I'm just at <laughs> Dong Attack. I downloaded Musical.ly and I cannot figure that thing Oh my out. God, I'll show you how to use it. It's so <laughs> awesome. I Right now, I can tell you for a fact, there's like... 15 singers and bands. I am the only person who has ever made a musically. Every time I make one, I'm like, first dude to do a Solomon Burke video. Oh, what? <laughs> Who's doing Sam Cooke on musically? Just like, <laughs> just in spite of what the app was made for. Um, it's really, really fun, but I don't, Please I have not made it public. Show us the account. There, You've got to make it. Every public. video I've ever made has been deleted. Oh, you're robbing the world. Yeah. Of- mm. But I'll show you how to use it. It's so fun. It's, it'll make All you right. wish you were 12. I can't wrap my brain around it yet. Yeah, You'll have to best. teach me. Okay. I couldn't even wrap my brain around like the five sentences Greg just said. <laughs> I was surprised everyone else knew what was going on. I, I have um, nieces who are 12. So I right. know what music And are they super into it? Obsessed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think no, Snapchat's I, as far as Allison goes I, on the... 
I believe Musical.ly has 95 million users. What? It's, like it looks so much fun, and I love the videos, so I would like to also get into it. It's that secret world like you just don't know right. anything mm-hmm. about. Right. Deep well, now I'm intrigued. Snappy. Can I get on there and do like Simon and Garfunkel songs? Yes, and mm-hmm. it's so funny because really? the app... The juxtaposition of the old lame music you're doing and the way the app is designed. Every yes. time I watch my one of my videos back, I laugh so hard. Does it? I laugh. You, so, does it put you in the video? If you want it to, be, it's like yeah. you're making your own music video. Yeah. Oh, but uh, it's only popular like songs. fifteen second clips, right? Yeah. It's not like yeah. it's a yeah. Um, but I laugh so hard because you're like. If you showed this to a kid, they would be like, what are you doing? That's not what that's for. <laughs> and you'd be like, ah, fuck you. I'm using it too, you little asshole. And like, that's why it's so funny. Like, so I do it like, I'll sit at my desk and I'll be like, I wonder what happens if you do like a Miles Davis like solo on this right. thing. And then I'll like mouth it and I'll be like, this is so ridiculous. Like it was not, so not made for this that you really should try it. All right. Do like the band on yeah, it. You yeah. will laugh so hard. Air supply. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when everyone was doing dub smash. Is it like that? I don't know what that is. It's similar. Okay. okay. But right. more fun. Maybe I'll check it out one day. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you just check it out this week and make some videos? <laughs> it's so fun. I'm busy sneezing into my pants okay. um, with <laughs> urine. <laughs> Let's do just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. I don't know why I said that, Greg. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You were sneezing into your pants with your... <laughs> well, how else does one sneeze into their pants? Wasn't that a Beatles song? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. Uh, it's not that much. Terrible. Okay. Dave Cross says, I think you get so many automotive just mirror everyone's because your fans are often listening in cars. Perhaps. Mm, that was a good one. <laughs> Thanks, David. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Maybe that wasn't really was just me bad. or everyone. It's just a comment. Mm-hmm. Has anyone else ever thought that? <laughs> okay, moving on. Paige, Fe- <laughs> Paige Feldman says, I find it difficult to trust anyone whose favorite apple is red delicious. Hashtag not delicious. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I Bullshit not- apple. <laughs> that, that's the super red one, right? Yes. Oh, yes. It's in Fuck every cafeteria, every airport. Exactly. You're like, what is... Do they have a contract with every them? school? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Often comes in a sleeve of six. Yeah. Ugh. That thing's garbage. Mushy, nasty. Yeah. 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 It's a shit apple. Mealy. There's so many wonderful apples available to you. That there's no excuse to eat that one unless you're in the calf. Yeah, you know it was terrible, and they they just had to come up with a name to oversell it. Yep. Right. Yeah, like, this is the worst apple in the world. Let's give it a great name to make it sound like it's really awesome. Yeah. Well, think it's red. You... Let, let's make people yeah. think it's delicious. Yeah. yeah. So what like... kind of name? Something like Red Delicious, but not so <laughs> stupid. Well, it's four fifty nine on Friday. Let's <laughs> let's just go with Red Delicious. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, and it's got like like waxy skin. Yeah. Oh, what oh, are Red Delicious nasty. apples good for? Anything? Nothing. Keeping the doctor away. Yeah. Hucking Car- at cars. Target practice. Yeah. 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 yeah they're no good. Get Bobbing. Yourself, get yourself a Honeycrisp or a Brayburn. Be an adult. Yeah. Maybe even Maybe a baking. Yeah. Yeah. Macintosh. Yeah. Macintosh. No, baking you would use, use a tart. You'd yeah. use like a Granny Green Smith. Apple Granny Smith. Mm-hmm. Pippin. I, I like the Fuji mm-hmm. apples. Right? Those Fuji's are good. good. Yeah. I used to, I went through a Granny Smith phase when I was a kid, but now too, too much. An Not apple, into them anymore. An apple has to have that, that crisp, like when you bite it, it just cracks you know correct not, not the fucking just 
Honeycrisp, man. That thing is, those things are... Whew, Crisp? That is an apple, I'll tell you. <laughs> I recently bought some I apples. I a pink lady, too. A pink lady's nice. I was going to yeah. say, I recently bought some apples. It was a kind I'd never heard. A pink lady. Yeah, it's a nice When apple. did this come on the market? On the After scene of Greece. <laughs> Designer apples are like a thing in the, in the Ooh, last yes. decade. Yeah. I read that the people who invented Honeycrisp like, won't loan out the recipe or whatever to other people, and they've made, mm. not the recipe... The owl? Seedling? The tree? The gene- well, can't they have... You can have a... Can't you have a copyright or a yeah, patent? Yeah, you can, you can have a patent on a seed yeah. or something. And the Honeycrisp, like, like, changed the apple game. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's... I, it's so... That apple is so good. This is in the book Apple Wars <laughs> <laughs> that you read last week. And they quoted him saying, that is an apple. <laughs> <laughs> well, what makes it so good? I don't think I've ever had one. The... The like snap of the skin. You know when you yeah. eat a really good sausage and the skin snaps. Sure. It's got like that, but it's an apple. It's tight. Gr- yeah. My friend used to say like these grapes are really tight. Yeah, they're really tight. Yeah, tight and it's grapes. also just like <laughs> it's so sexual. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's a, just try it. No, I know. Yeah, I don't work for Honeycrisp or whatever. <laughs> just but try it. But just if you get out there, I am honestly since I gave up carbs for so long, and before yeah. that, I was trying to avoid them just not as um vigorously now that i'm into fruit it's a whole new game today i had to google if i put my bananas in the refrigerator will that slow the ripening process that That's was not my question bananas, exactly, i would exactly. say but, and i have to say also now that there's fruit in my kitchen i think of texting greg multiple times a day with questions go for it all I, the questions i love answering questions about fruit and vegetables basically Boy, all my questions are if i put this in the refrigerator <laughs> will slow, slow the ripening process because my fruit's ripening too fast what fruits are you well, into bananas. cantaloupe what mostly. fruits do you like <laughs> cantaloupe <laughs> and did banana you, and apple did you mean to do that at first i did it and then i'm like hello <laughs> let's own it oh my gosh <laughs> yeah, do you like the apples cantaloupe. and the pineapples oh boy it's been a while so long Trying to think if I even remember the words. Of course you do. I know, It'll I come kidding. back. Yeah, it's muscle memory. I'll put you in the hyperbaric chamber. <laughs> <laughs> pineapple. Oh, apple. Pineapple. Oh, 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 oh. Melon. Watermelon. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> So cantaloupe. 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 Yeah, but I'm lazy, so I buy pre-cut cantaloupe often. Mm-hmm. Um, and apples, but I, I can't use them as fast as I buy them. And now I've got three overripe bananas in my refrigerator. You got to know Banana how long bread. you're going to take to eat them all and then buy in stages, right? I guess so. Like super green, less green. Yeah, I know. I should have bought the greener. Greg method. Banana, mm. Bananas, if you put them in your, in your fridge, they'll brown really fast. Yeah, they brown super, I heard super, they brown really fast, but well, according to the Chiquito website mm-hmm. where I spent some time today, the skin browns, but the inside is okay. Right. You can still that, eat them. That's true. But the outside will brown fast. No, they'll get really sweet. And then yeah. it's cold. they get mushy. Yeah, yeah. You're buying yourself a couple days at the most. Okay, but I think I put them in too late. They're already like pretty ripe. I should have put them in when they were less ripe. The perfect time for a banana is when it just starts to have little brown speckles on it. Mm. Well, is that the perfect time to put it in your fridge? That's the perfect That's, time to put it in your mouth. Put it in your face. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not in the mood for three bananas right now. God damn it! Just ask a monkey. Banana bread. I'll yeah, just banana say it again. bread. I know. I know. That's the answer. But it's chocolate it's, chips. Yes. 
That's, how, that's all I, that's I, the only way I make it. Yeah. I can eat a whole loaf of banana bread in one sitting. Though. Zucchini bread, though, fuck that. Right? What? Oh, I like I zucchini, like zucchini bread. bread. Just like the zucchini amount of things good. that All quick happen. breads. Yeah. Pumpkin. Uh, things okay. that would have to happen for me to make banana bread. We'd have to move, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a nice kitchen that we can cook in. <laughs> I just don't see it happening. Yeah. The quick breads, because you don't have to proof them or do the yeah, yeast. There's thing. no yeast. Yeah, or there's anything. no yeast. Uh, really? I feel yeah. like, no, I mean, sorry. Yes, that seems fully um, believable. <laughs> what I meant to, what I said <laughs> <laughs> really about was the really with the zucchini bread. I feel like zucchini bread and banana bread are almost the same and they're both good. I don't hate zucchini bread. I just am like, eh. Well, it's not me. as good. If somebody put zucchini bread in front of me, I would just be like, all right, that's stuff. But it's not to me. I've never had really zucchini bread that I'm like, wow. Also, I really I like... I take z- that as a challenge, so you? just so you know, yeah. there will be zucchini Bring bread. Some in. Good. Bring There's some in. There's a diner near where I used to live, and it was sort of average, but they would make their own zucchini bread, and that would make me go there all the time just Okay, I, I will be happy to be wrong. Good. I will be happy to be wrong. Good, good. Maybe. <laughs> Poppy Greg. seed bread? Sorry. I have lots of yes, good quick yes, bread recipes, but now I want to make all of them. Okay. okay. I'm so sorry. Yes. Yeah. Are they Lemon pretty bread? easy to make? Maybe I should just make some quick bread. They're pretty They're really, easy to make. How much yeah. counter space do you need? Not Hardly that much. any. Just yeah. a bowl. No. We, and have, a mix. we have the mixer. I know. Jenna's a great consultant. I have lots of recipes. She'll walk you through it. And She's you can really make a good. recipe with applesauce instead of oil, so oh, it's really? like way less. So was it like eggs, flour, sugar, um, the fruit, and then yeah, You'd oil or applesauce, depending? And you just blend it up and put it in a loaf, and you're done. Four avocados. <laughs> Avocado bread. Set and forget it. That's right. All right, maybe. Set it and forget <laughs> it. One day. <laughs> Greg B says, if doable when commuting, I like to take a different route home to minimize feelings of futility. Just mirror everyone. Huh. It's interesting, but I've never done I, that. I I purpose. I relate to that, but Waze has taken care of that for me because every day weaving through LA traffic is a different route for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Waze is taking me down streets in my own neighborhood that I've never gone. Yeah, down. yeah. <clears throat> I've had that happen too before in ways where I'm like, I've lived in this city since forever, and I've never been on this street before, right. and I'm really into it. I'm really right. Into or it. like, I didn't know this neighborhood existed. Yeah. What's this? Yeah. So thanks, Waze. I was watching something. The story's going nowhere. I was watching something, and I swear they were supposed to be in Brooklyn, and there was an Oxford Street. There's no, or New York. There's no Oxford Street in New York, is there? Not that I've heard of. No, I can't remember what I was watching, though. Great story. Okay, yeah. JM says... <laughs> no, that's my favorite story. JM says, if I'm at a restaurant and see worker not wash hands in bathroom, feel conflicted about telling others at table. I don't think I've ever seen it. No, you Never should tell them that. and say, if you don't tell the customers. <laughs> In 24, 24 hours. hours. <laughs> I will tell them. Yeah. I feel like usually, I mean, there's a sign right there. Wasn't In there English a sign? And Spanish. Well, and oh, it's, was there? It's like a law. Yeah. It's like a, yeah. But it depends on who it is. Like if it's just some dude washing dishes or whatever. He can do it. I think you yeah. should just wash your hands if you're working in a restaurant. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree with you. I'm just yeah. saying, if I saw like the chef de cuisine or whatever take a dump and then just bolt straight into the kitchen, that's one thing. But if it's just like yeah. the host or whatever, who cares? It's the person who's touching your food. It's right. so rare that I ever see someone from the restaurant in the bathroom. Do they have totally. a special employee's bathroom, maybe? It happens more often in like Every a restaurant small is different. Take, out, take out place. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I don't think if you went to like Chez Panisse or whatever, you would see like the head chef taking a dump while you were in there, like waiting for lunch or whatever. Does that make sense? Chef de cuisine. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Chez Panisse. Yeah, that's like the most famous <laughs> restaurant in California. Chez Penis. No, Chez Panisse. Oh, okay. You don't know what that is? That's like I've that's, heard of it. Yeah, this is like, a real place. It's yeah, a real place. P-A-N-I-S-S-E. It's in Berkeley. Oh, okay. Get it together, Daniel. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you just made up a. a Let's write that too. Yeah. No, it does. Out. You know what? If you've never heard of it, it does sound like a Frenchified term. Yeah, for we definitely used to call it. Penis. We used to call it cheese penis when I lived up there. <laughs> but it's a super famous restaurant. Uh, you don't want to Google how to wash a baby's dog. <laughs> <laughs> Todd Campbell says. Feel weird when going into a clothing store wearing something you purchased there recently. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very yeah, weird. weird. Yeah. I will actually. I've I've been um, heading out of the apartment to go shopping and then turned around and changed because I realized I was wearing a, a shirt from that place. But it's less because he put hashtag not shoplifting. For me, it's less that than yeah. just like the feeling of hi, I'm obsessed with yeah. you. I'm a huge God, fan. I, I've got here and I'm coming back. <laughs> It's yeah, kind of exactly. like that's kind of like the equivalent of like showing up to the concert in the last tour shirt right. or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's a common one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Robert Paulson says no caller ID, no answer. Yes, but yes. also caller right. ID, no answer. <laughs> 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 but especially with no caller. Yeah, ID. yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's almost like an ignore. Yeah. And the, yeah. Yeah. Like hit the ignore button. Oh my god. Okay. Here's a JMO. I never hit the ignore button because I feel like the person's going to know because yes. it's like in the middle of a second ring, it goes straight to voicemail. That's, I feel that way too. Sometimes I want them to know. <laughs> That's, yeah. Like, Al busy. hits the ignore button for me, so I feel like it takes away from... Like the best... I didn't do it. It was Al. <laughs> the best feature would be you hit the ignore button, but on the other side, it's ringing for a lot, a lot of rings, and then yeah. they don't know. Well, you could also just let it ring. No, but then, but, oh, but then, then yeah, but then you wouldn't yeah. have to deal with the rings for four yeah, seconds. No, but I mean, you can silence the ring. But sometimes it's ringing and it's interrupting. Like you're in a, no. doing right. a message. Yeah. I'm or in something. Twitter and it's like I gotta get back to this feed. And I'm always afraid. At that point, I become very like mystical, and I'm like, I, I just touch my phone wrong, and it's gonna answer. Yeah, you just yes. drop your phone and hide behind the couch so that it doesn't know that you're at home. <laughs> I have a question for you guys. <clears throat> we have a friend. Oh fuck, he might listen. Okay. Yeah, whatever. I'll ask you. Anyway. We have a friend who became like a financial consultant. His wife is a close friend of mine, and he keeps calling me and calling me and calling me and calling me and saying like, "Hey, do you want me to financially consult or whatever?" So I've just stopped answering his call. Uh-huh. Would you answer his call and say, "I'm. I just want you to know, I'm never going to work with you," uh-huh. or would you just? continue to ignore his call well i would do the latter but i think the former is probably better because then you'd just be done with it but i'm gonna i see this guy at like parties and stuff all the time Uh. but is it worse to ignore couldn't you just let i mean you don't have to you don't have to be like i will never consult with you but just like it's (laughs) not really the time yeah not like prudent at this time you could just say you know what No, that would be lying because i'm never gonna do it well, right. You don't always have to be 100% honest. Yeah, but it's not lying if you say, hey, now is not the right time and I'll let you know when it is the right yeah. time. Right. That isn't it, a lie. Th- but uh, that is a lie. No, it isn't. I'll let you know when I'm ready. But I will you, be ready. You may never, never be ready. Never. Yeah. But if you know the answer is never. But, but that you're giving more information than you need to. All you're saying is now is not the time. True statement. Right? Correct. Now is not the time. And when it is the right, I will reach out to you. And so you don't have to worry about reaching out to me. It, listen, we all change and evolve. 
in 10 years, you might you think rap. differently. You rap. Never say never. You're, you're leaving Believe. open the possibility that you're going <laughs> to learn new things about life. So you, you, would, you, would, you would do this. After someone is persistent and calls me multiple times, then I would eventually say, like, listen. Because, like, I'll get, like, 15 emails... From like, people you know. No, no. Like, uh, so if I get like an email from like Uber Eats, I still have them. They keep, they, keep, they email me like every day. One eight hundred flowers. They email me oh, all the time. He goes on rants, and about I'll that, let yeah. it happen for like a month, and then I unsubscribe because it's like I'm fine deleting it. But eventually, I'll be like, hey, you need to stop. Don't I don't think you have to again. worry about one eight hundred flowers <laughs> feelings. I I don't, but like I let it happen. So like if someone was reaching out to me. I'll let it happen a few times, and then eventually I'll just say like, "Hey, yeah. you don't call me anymore." Like, I'm sorry, I don't feel like you know, having a conversation right now. I had a similar situation where I just ignored, 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 and then I recently saw the person, and I felt terrible. So you should yeah. t- you should talk to him. So, so this is a friend. Right? His wife is a fairly close friend. So of mine here's here. the thing: he's soliciting you, right? right? This isn't like him approaching you in friendship. He's trying to get business out of you. I feel you actually do have the right in this circumstance to be a little curt. You can be straightforward. With you him. can be straightforward, but he, that that has nothing to do with rude. I recently, right. about a month ago, I it's saving him time. Actually, yeah, you're yeah you're you're actually helping him out. I submitted to some company for a car insurance quote, and instantly I got clobbered with phone calls. I mean, really, four phone calls within four hours from four different agents, cool. and I I ignored one, I ignored two, and then they called again, and the one was just like, oh, but but we saw you, but and I just said, or, I said, excuse me, I said. I just wanted to get an online quote. I'm not interested in discussing it. She's like, oh, okay. And then I never heard from him again. So you say, right. I'm just not interested. But I don't think you, I think these guys are right in that you don't have to say, I'm never going to yeah. work with you. I think you can say, you know, I'm just not interested right now. And he'll know what you're saying. Hopefully he'll know what you're saying is, hey, dude, leave me Stop alone. Stop calling so, me. So, so actually, when you're saying, I will never, there's a little bit of anger behind that. If you were just being totally honest with him, he'd be fine with it, I think. The the part where there's that energy behind it, that's the part that might offend him. So if you can take that out of it yeah, and just be like, true. hey, man, you know what? I just don't have a need for this. If he then pushes it, he's being inappropriate because you then would be telling him. That you is don't correct. Want yeah. Right. yeah. That's, what what I, that's what I'm afraid though. of. That's like the exchange that sales, I'm afraid of. Yeah. In a salesy way, he might be like, yeah. well, why don't you tell me a little bit more about why you don't feel like it's necessary But he's being right inappropriate. He's pushing the right. boundaries so you can push back a little harder. There's a tiny part of you that feels like, oh, I like this guy. I want him to have some business. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, just not me because it's finance stuff. That's cool, bro. <laughs> that's the way shit well, goes down. You could always just say, hey, if I if I meet someone, I'll recommend you. You know, I think you're a good guy and you're probably good at what you do. <laughs> just say no you don't have to give anybody any more information right. no I'm not interested oh wait, wait, tell me more like no I don't want to no No. how's interested. your wife yeah change subject can't wait to see you at the barbecue <laughs> oh my god he's calling right now <laughs> I have a situation right now where like every six months maybe it's less than that this guy calls and leaves a message and asks me to call him back, but doesn't say why he's calling. And he's like, "Who's this guy?" <laughs> it's no- nothing, nothing romantic. Um, I'm trying to leave out his profession just in case he's Kay. listening. But um, it's all like, "Hey, babe, it's, it's I miss so- you." <laughs> he like reminds me. So he'll you, remind. You know him? Just heavy breathing. I knew him in New York. Yeah, but not well. But you know, I, he's like sort of in the in the. He's a publicist, or he was a publicist. I don't know what he's doing now, but. I just 
wish he would tell me why he's calling or email me or anything. But this thing, like, I've, it's very old fashioned. The thing where you're like, hey, it's so and so. Give me a call back when you have a chance. It's like, what? I, I can't do that. I, <laughs> I can't bring myself to make I, this call. It's funny because when we were younger, someone could just call and say, hey, call me back, and you wouldn't have a problem with it. Now, if someone says, hey, give me a call, and they don't tell me why, oftentimes I will be a little annoyed. Yeah. And I don't know why that is. Like, why I need to know the re- like. Unless it's a friend that you just you just talk and chat regularly, and that's your thing. And I don't have that's those. the only way. You- <laughs> well, that makes it simple. Well, <laughs> I think part partly it is like getting older. You don't really do that as much. I don't have like friends I chat with. But anymore. that's the one thing I could call you and be like, "Hey, give me a call when you have a chance." But actually, if, even if I did that, you'd be like, "What's up?" It'd be weird well, if you said when you have a chance to your husband. <laughs> hey, it's it, Allison. I How might are see you? you? Sometime <laughs> soon, hopefully. No, no, no. But- actually, that's okay because that that wouldn't alarm me it's if you were like hey i need you to call me or can you call me then i would be like what's wrong yeah so i'd be worried but um yeah i don't know don't the lesson here is don't call people (laughs) well it's okay or if you do do let them know what what you're calling about or just don't leave a message because people see that they missed a call from you and if they want to call you back they will i I don't do that that. if someone calls and doesn't leave a message or text me and say i won't call them back agreed if someone calls and doesn't leave a message i assume um, they don't need me to call them back. Yeah. Because maybe they were calling mm. seeing if I want to go to a movie that started five minutes later. Well, now they're in the movie. Yeah. That's that a really literally good point. never happened. That's a really good point. <laughs> <laughs> but if someone texts you, you don't call them back? No, no. If they text me, I mean, I'll call people back. I just, I'll do it reluctantly. <laughs> what about when people answer <laughs> uh, the phone and, and say, and be I poopy can't. be about it. Yeah. What, what do you want? What about when people answer the phone and say, I can't talk right now? Don't you just want to be like, why'd you fucking answer the phone? Correct. Just, yeah. don't, fucking, just don't answer the phone. Okay. So here's <laughs> yeah. something that happened to me. Did you do this? No. No. I did something worse. Um, <laughs> this was many years ago. I was doing this podcast live at Nerd Melt and I was there was all this traffic and I was running. Well, uh, Daniel was supposed to pick me up and then you hit a bunch of traffic and you couldn't. So I'm I'm like, oh shit, I got to drive myself. But if I was going to drive myself, I needed to leave much earlier because I'm going to have to, it's going to take time to find parking. So I was really frazzled and I was, felt like I was running. I mean, I wasn't actually, but I felt like I was running late and I got there and my friend called who I haven't talked to in a while, who was a good friend of mine at one point and accidentally, I don't know what happened, but like accidentally I answered it and I heard him go like, Hello? Hello? Allison? I just hit end. (gasps) (laughs) And I've been meaning to call him back for like two years. You never called him back? No. After that? Until now? Well, still not now. Oh my God, Allison. She can be, see, there's a dark side. That is ruthless. Well, we don't talk very often. (laughs) Yeah, I know. So what do you think he thinks that you (laughs) You guys never talk. (laughs) What do you think he thinks? (laughs) That I... He, he that the phone got that I never it just got no, disconnected. No, he didn't no, hear me no. say hello. I didn't say hello. I didn't say anything. It's but he just, heard you answer your phone. Well, it's not necessarily it's not a sound. Right. It just accidentally I hit. You were in a club. No, I was in my car. But you, but still, there was no sound. Well, I'm trying to put myself in his shoes. I think if that happened, I you would, would just, just call think back. It was a weird phone sound. Well, I would call back. Yeah, I would say call we back. didn't get yeah. a connection. Maybe it was bad. Like you but, didn't hear. But me. he never called you back, right? Because he knows what happened. Oh, shoot. That is correct. Oh, no. 
Maybe no, I think he might have and left a message. I did. He no, heard I think, you go no, like, no, no, no. Where's the? He called back and left a message. No. Oh, then, a, a really nice message. There you go. Oh, yeah, so there's no problem. Yeah, yeah. He and his, no problem. Yeah, great story, Allison. There's, there's no problem. <laughs> well, at some point he left a message. Jesus. But I know over I'm, time, you know, she's telling the story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now I'm not sure when. I don't the know. I mean, was. probably. But th- well, then again, though, <laughs> it depends. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But I mean, what should I have done at that point? Should I have been like, hey, I can't talk right now. Bye. Because that was, I answered, I accidentally hit answer. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I think you were fine. I would have done what you did. Yeah. yeah. I'm being, I, yeah. I felt like a real, real. No, because deal, there but. was, I don't think there was anything to signal to him until he listens to this that you, <laughs> until that you, you did what you did. He's I think waiting. That, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bruce by Dawn says, <laughs> but now that you've told this story, you don't have to call him for like two more years. Yeah. yeah now so. he knows. <laughs> Good. Found out today that I still pick up a lucky penny in the hope or chance that it turns out to be precisely that. Wait, hang on one second, just in case he actually is listening, which I doubt. When I said <laughs> when I said good about not calling him, I didn't really mean good. I'm just bad about calling, and I don't like the phone. But I do miss you, and I feel real bad. Okay. Anyway, uh, I don't really pick up lucky pennies. I used to. Now, it, it, with lucky pennies, those of you who pick them up, is what side they're up? matter is it heads or heads is heads is lucky right lucky yeah that's, yeah, that's how I, I do and i always pick them up what do you find do? a penny yeah. pick them up rest of the throw day them have... away i, I don't <laughs> that's know maybe my this, motto I, I don't i this is what i was taught is what you if you the side you see it on you flip it and then you catch it and if it doesn't land on that side it's not lucky well, that's so much work oh wow and that's what i do like that's if what... i'm going to keep a penny and I find it on tails, I'll flip it and slap it on my arm. And if it if it's not tails, I'll throw it back down. That's the rule? That's what I was that's taught. his rule. Has anyone, I've no one else has ever one. heard that? Mm-mm. I've maybe, never heard that. Maybe that's why mine never consistently been lucky. <laughs> that's what I was taught. You're not testing them. <laughs> you know what I will do sometimes is if I have change I don't want, I'll subtly drop it on the ground and think, I'm giving someone else some lucky <laughs> oh change. God. I've totally done that. <laughs> have you done that? Yeah. 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 You get like three cents change I'm, from something and I'll just be walking, I'll just leave it on a I'm, windowsill on a street yeah. or something and be like, oh, some kid's going to find us and think Yeah, it's there's great. some Greg out there and I'm going to make his day <laughs> after he had a bad burrito experience at the grocery store. I've never done that. Maybe I should. Well, Make someone's day. Help some hobo buy a can of steel reserve. No, I never give him to a fucking hobo. Are you kidding? Hobo? No, I just drop him. He's hanging out at train tracks a lot? I'm just 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 kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) What I do is my wallet will get too heavy. So I take out all the coins and I put them on my desk. And then there's just a bunch of dirty coins sitting on my desk along with everything else that's on my desk. You know, my problem is my right pocket in all my jeans has a hole in it, every one of them. So I can't (laughs) hold change in it. Or keys. No, I put my keys in my left pocket. Oh. So anything I put in my right pocket falls out, so I don't carry change. What's happening on your right side? Why all the, why all the holes <laughs> yeah, in the pocket? Yeah, you're right. I don't know. I think because I put my phone in there, it wears it out or something. I don't know. Oh. That's weird. I, could I keep all my change in a Ziploc bag in my car, and then I spend it on Diet Cokes at McDonald's. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, that's right. brilliant. Yeah. You know what would be great is one of those Do they like, love when you hand them a <laughs> No, they hate it, and I don't care at all. By really. the way, when you were kids, <laughs> did you not love those like little coin dispensers that some guys would yes, wear? Yes, I like, wanted oh, one yeah. so bad. <laughs> and they would get the coins? <laughs> coin belt. <laughs> like that, you should sell those at Toys R Us, because kids yeah, want totally. coin dispensers. I, I also keep- wanted to operate a cash register. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. I keep all my change in a tennis ball can in my car, and I use it for toll or for uh, 
Drugs? No, not the drugs. <laughs> what are those things called where you Steel park reserve. For parking, parking meters. meters, yeah. Oh, that's smart. They're in a tennis ball can of my car like an old, super old man. <laughs> smart. It's really not that smart. It's a little creepy and weird and sad. And lastly, <laughs> Brent Hudson says, I've never really understood the electoral college. Just me or everyone. Yeah, I, I, I don't... Do. <laughs> well, aren't you smart? Yeah. I like it's one of those things that's in my head at some well, you know what I think I actually do understand it, but um but I wouldn't want to have to talk about it cuz I don't understand it enough. <laughs> yeah. I get it like in broad strokes I get it. Yeah. It's a fucking Please don't make me write a paper on it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I I know I sounded totally snotty when I said that. <laughs> it's no it's so hard to understand. It's not I took a class in college on on the electoral college? No, I um, Susan Estrich, who um, I know who Susan Estrich is. Yeah, she ran Dukakis's campaign. Never heard of that woman. No, she was his, uh, Dukakis's campaign manager. Uh, was a professor, and so she taught electing the president in '92. So we it was like while Clinton was running against Bush, and so she, that so we learned it. But that's literally what it took to learn about the the electoral college. college. Yeah, with <laughs> regard. To- <laughs> Let's talk about a dog. You are a dog. Poop on your bed. You are a dog. Poop on your bed. A doggy dog. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Poop on your bed. That's what you are. Poop on your bed. You are a pooch. An ugly mutton. You come inside. You come inside. With poop on your butt. With poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Dog, 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 That's what you are. That's what you are. Gordon is a six-year-old adult male American Staffordshire Terrier. He's playful and friendly, and here's the description. Gordon looks like a tough guy. He he really does, but he's really a softy. He enjoys being pet and loved on by people. He's also very curious and easily distracted in the yard. He's an older boy, and I think it's safe to say his wild days are behind him, so he won't (laughs) be bringing chicks home. If you have a soft place for him in your heart and on the couch, you may just be the perfect match. Um, So Gordon is available at the Downey Animal Shelter, and if you'd like to find out more about him, go to shelterme.com slash Downey slash Gordon training program. Shelterme.com slash Downey slash Gordon training program. There will also be a link to him. Uh, in the episode summary of this site, of this episode on my website, and also in the episode summary, I should have said this earlier, um, there is a direct link to purchase LA Podcast Festival tickets. So look for that in the episode summary. Uh, And also all dogs in the training program get pre and post adoption support. Oh, that's a face. That is a cute dog. Everyone is looking at the picture of Gordon right now. Gordon's a good name though, huh? It's a solid name. It's a good dog name. Yeah. Well, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Everyone on the show, thank you for being on the show. Listeners, I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison Rosen is your new best friend.